0: Welcome to the BioCurious Podcast, a place for you to be curious about your biology and discover new ways to upgrade and optimize your mind, body, and human performance. The guests on this podcast are trained experts in the fields of functional health, holistic wellness, and biohacking, who share my passion to provide useful and actionable information with all of you that I hope will help you to live your best life. I'm so happy that you're here, and I'm excited to get Curious together. Today, we have an amazing yoga expert on the pod, Mary Ashner, who is not only a yoga instructor, but a successful entrepreneur who has taken her passion to make yoga accessible to everyone and built it into a very successful online business. She is on the podcast today to share her yogi wisdom with all of us, as well as her journey in entrepreneurship. On this episode, you will learn the importance of the mind body connection in optimizing health and wellness, how mindfulness, breath, and motion can be a powerful stress busting combination, why it's so important to move intentionally, even if it's just a couple moves per day, how to simplify and maximize your yoga practice the best way to begin a yoga practice, how to get the full benefits from your yoga practice, how to purposefully experience each pose, how dedicated yoga practice can translate into useful skills for everyday life, how yoga can improve your resilience and boost longevity, the physiological benefits of increased self-awareness, self-compassion, and self-reflection, How to overcome physical and mental limitations. How Mary was able to leave her corporate job and do what she loves full time. How to align your work with your purpose. Tangible tips for entrepreneurs. The biggest mistake that almost every entrepreneur makes. How to reach a state of flow and ease in your business. When to accept business advice and when not to and how to start each day with purpose. All right, awesome. So um, why don't we get started by hearing a little bit more about your background and how you got started in the field of yoga and um, and your story with it?
1: Yeah, sounds good. So I started yoga uh, about seven years ago, and I was working this super crazy job, very high stress, you know, high, high pressure sales, and I had this insane schedule. And my life was just kind of like stressful and chaotic at that time. And I knew that that was not like a sustainable kind of lifestyle. So I quit that job and found another much more stable, you know, normal business hours type job. And so I had this freedom now where I could sign up for exercise classes or like meet my friends for dinner, whatnot. And I was like, all right, what kind of exercise do I wanna get into? Yoga's cool, like, let me give that a shot. So it was kind of random how I found my way into my first yoga class. But I tell you, after, it was incredible how much stress I was in on just a daily basis and that I didn't even realize until I went to this yoga class and was able to just take a deep breath and pause and be mindful in my body at this exact moment instead of constantly Thinking about to-do lists or things I have to accomplish or, you know, what's next for the week and all these things that just kind of buzz through your head on a daily basis. It was the first time I really slowed down and that is ultimately what hooked me. So from there, I started just taking and exploring different uh, classes, different studios. And a few years later, I went on a yoga retreat and that was a big turning point for me where I realized, you know, I love this. This is something that I don't just enjoy doing myself, I want to share with others. And so that's where it really planted the seed that people are making, you know, a business or a lifestyle out of this. And I want to be one of those people. So from there, a couple years after that, I decided to sign up for a yoga teacher training, um, which was an incredible and very transformative experience for me. And that I started teaching classes, um, you know, just kind of anything local, any little pop up thing that would come up, I would, you know, teach as often and as much as I could. And I loved teaching so much that I knew that I wanted to make it my full-time job. So this past summer, I decided to quit my full-time job that I was at for like those seven years um, while I was practicing and learning and growing in the yoga field and industry. And I quit my job and now I'm devoted to growing an online yoga business. Um, and so that's currently where I'm at. And I do a ton of stuff on Instagram. Um, and then I'm also working on creating a yoga app for people to practice you know, at home in their free time. So it has been a long journey, um, but it has been a very rewarding and, and very beautiful experience.
0: I love that. And thank you for sharing your background and your story with us. And um, by the way, I love your page and for our listeners, you have to check out Mary's page because she's got some really cool, short, um, like tutorial videos on her page that can teach you really like the basics of yoga. And for somebody like me, who's a complete beginner in yoga, it's been really helpful and something great for also busy entrepreneurs like us. Um, you know, you can get some of these little yoga flows done in maybe like five or 10 minutes, which for me is awesome. (laughs) So I love that. And so I think you're doing an awesome job and your online platform is amazing. Can you tell us a little bit more about your yoga business and what are kind of your, your main goals with it? How do you want to impact lives through this um, work that you're doing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of nailed it right there. I specialize in beginner yoga and I'm a huge advocate for fitting movement, you know, specifically for me, yoga into your life in whatever way works best. So like you said, if you're a busy entrepreneur, it might not be realistic for you to go to the gym every day for an hour or, you know, a half hour even because, you know, you're busy, you're juggling a million things when you're running your own business. So I like to make it very accessible for people who are either, yeah, like you said, entrepreneurs, busy moms, anyone who just kind of doesn't have a ton of extra time, but they can squeeze in this little bit, whether it's sitting at their desk, whether it's in bed in the morning or in the evening, you know, maybe they do have time and they want to do, you know, a full half hour flow or whatnot. Um, So my whole strategy is been just making it accessible for everyone. And that doesn't matter. Like if you, like you said, you're a beginner, if you're, have never stepped on a yoga mat before, or if, you know, you've taken a hundred yoga classes, you will, there will be something for you. You know, there's beauty in those basics and I'm able to break things down so that you can accomplish, you know, the little baby steps that will build up to a bigger pose that maybe isn't accessible to you at this moment. Um, so I really like to make things easy and fun and fit into your life um, so that it doesn't feel like this chore or this task that you have to do, but it's something that you actually look forward to doing. Um, So that's been my major goal with my Instagram page is just to break down, answer these questions, break down the barriers that prevent people from getting started um, and give them actual moves they can do, you know, right in their own home or in their bed or, you know, wherever at the gym, if that's where they're at. Um, It doesn't matter. They can do it anywhere. Um, And then Ultimately the goal with the app is kind of the same thing, but it's a little bit more um, Structured like an actual class. So it's kind of like having a little personal yoga teacher in your pocket You know if you have five minutes, you know, I have five minute classes on there If you have 20 minutes, I have 20 minute classes on there You know if you're a beginner if you want something a little bit more challenging, that's gonna get your heart pumping I've got a little something for everyone. And so again, it goes back to finding what fits into your lifestyle and then, and then doing those things. So it's not this grand task, but it's something that's really accessible that you can do every single day.
0: For those who are kind of looking into yoga and wondering what are the benefits of yoga, especially for like the biohackers community out there, I know that a lot of biohackers are into yoga specifically for a couple of reasons. One, is the mental benefits that you get from yoga um, that are more to do with the calming effect and managing anxiety and stress and that sort of thing? And then on the flip side of that is the kind of endurance and strength building that it that happens in your body when you're doing the yoga, like power flows and that sort of thing. So, do you have any any kind of tips or tricks? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So. Um, What I always recommend to people who are like, "All right, I'm, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna go for it." Um, I always like to remind them that it is okay to be a beginner. You know, as we get older, we kind of get stuck in the things that we're used to and we're familiar with. So to try something new like yoga, you know, can be very intimidating for a lot of people. So just go into your first class or your first video online or watching one of my tutorials with an open mind and just understand, like. I've never done this before. It's gonna feel weird. It's gonna feel maybe a little clunky, but that's okay. That's what being a beginner is all about. Um, And don't compare yourself. You know, if you're gonna watch me, I've done these moves probably a thousand times. You know, so if this is your first time doing it, remember that, you know, you don't wanna be comparing yourself to someone who has been doing it for years. You know, it's it's okay again to be a beginner. Um, I recommend people starting. Uh, with a few moves, so kind of finding a few poses that attract you, you know, if you, you can google yoga poses, you can go online, you can search on YouTube, beginner yoga, you know, just do something that's kind of like a baby step in that direction, Um, and then I, to really get the major benefits of it, you've got to stick with it, so you can't just go to one yoga class, and you know, now you're all calm and zen, and you know, you're, you're getting the, the strength and the endurance, it's, you know, you've got to stay consistent with it so whether that's you know to start off maybe two to three times a week you do yoga for 10 to 15 minutes a day it doesn't have to be huge but the more consistently you do it the more natural it's going to feel the more benefits you're going to feel the other big thing that um, especially more for that mindful side of it is bringing that awareness into the body when you're doing the practice so again for me and this is again one of those journey things it doesn't happen on day one. It takes time to build this, but it's very easy as you're going through this class to start thinking about your to-do list, the things you didn't accomplish that day, the, the mean coworker you were dealing with, or you know family things you're going through. There's a million things that kind of rush through our mind. So, so also be very um, purposeful when it comes to experiencing the pose breathing in the pose. You know, I say that like duh, everyone breathes, but you'd be surprised. You'll hold your breath sometimes when you're in, you know, one of these deep stretches and it's you consciously have to decide, okay, take a big inhale and then take a nice deep exhale. And and you just repeat that over and over throughout the class. And the more you do that in your regular life, you know, so when you know you are working on your business and you get hit with a struggle and, and you you stress out your breath becomes shallow. You you know get nervous. You start getting worried. Your body starts releasing those stress hormones without the body. But if, if you can, in that position, make that choice to slow down, take a very slow breath in, slow breath out, you will be amazed at how that practice that you do on your yoga mat will transfer into your everyday life. And that has been a huge thing. Again, like I said, that that hooked me to this practice. Cause it wasn't just another workout class, which was what I thought it was when I started, it became so much more um, because it was truly impacting my life off of my yoga mat.
0: Honestly, the reason why I got into yoga um, initially, it was more for like the physical practice of it to get a good workout, to increase my um, flexibility and mobility and the, and. To support my athletic performance, I'm a do athlete. And so um, I've noticed that when I'm more regimented in a yoga practice, at least, you know, one or two times a week that I'm able to show up better for my training in running or biking or whatever it may be, even just in the gym. And so that was my initial step into yoga but then once I realized that there was a greater benefit for calming the um, nervous system that's when I started doing a little more research into it and I really started linking it back to biohacking and what happens is it yoga when you're doing these kind of long holds and you're focused on your your physical body but also your mentality around it and you're breathing through the poses, like you said, you activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which then also helps to decrease your anxiety. And it's also been shown to reduce pain in some cases, um, definitely helps to manage stress. And like you said, it, what, what happens off the mat and goes into the rest of your life, is that you have increased self-awareness, you have increased self-compassion. It's a really great practice for self-reflection and kind of keeping a positive mindset and getting rid of some of those negative thought loops that you can get stuck in. So um, I love it for those reasons. So I guess from your perspective, what have you seen like with your clients or personally have been the top benefits both on the mental side and the physical side?
1: So physically, what's really exciting as a yoga teacher is to see a student who says, I can't touch my toes, can't do it, never could do it, probably never will be able to do it. And then they keep coming to class and we keep flowing through the poses. We do a variety of different poses. You know, They're practicing on their own. And before you know it, they are touching their freaking toes it is so powerful to see someone who thinks there's no way I can do that, do that thing. And it's kind of, you kind of touched on it a little bit with that whole, like the positive mindset thing. You know, when you, when you do something that you never thought you could do, it kind of shifts your mindset and it kind of opens your eyes like, whoa, maybe there are more things that I can do that I never thought I could before. And that's a really powerful thing. So so physically, that is a very exciting thing for me to see. Um, and it's a benefit because it's exciting. You know, it just shows when you have to actually work hard for something, you know, everyone wants to be flexible. Everyone wants to be mobile. Everyone wants to be able to, you know, bend backwards and bring their leg, leg up next to their head. But that doesn't just happen overnight. You know, there's, there's a process. There's a practice. That's why we call it that. Um, and, it, and it's never ending. So, you know, it's very exciting to see those milestones to set a new goal and then just kind of keep progressing forward because when you look back, you're blown away by how far you've come. Um, The other thing that's really rewarding physically are people, um, you know, I have some older um, students that are just uncomfortable in their body and it is so exciting to see these people um, who, you know, don't love this body that they're in start to practice yoga regularly even if it's just gentle yoga you know it doesn't have to be this crazy routine it can be very simple stretches that you do on a regular basis and they start to feel more comfortable within their own body and they say like oh my gosh i you know i am usually sore whenever i wake up in the morning but now that i'm practicing yoga i'm not sore anymore and and it's a little thing like that that you sometimes take for granted and um it's very exciting to see how yoga can physically make you a happier and healthier person. Um, Mentally, I can talk a lot um, about my own personal experience here. Um, Before yoga, you know, I was a very emotional person. You know, I was just on this roller coaster constantly. Um, It was affecting my relationships with, you know, my boyfriend at the time. I'd get in fights with people because I'd get really angry and I just didn't have a healthy way of dealing with it or I wasn't even sure how to deal with it. Um, And I would get stressed, you know, going through school, going through college, that crazy job that I had right out of college. You know, I was dealing with a lot of stress, a lot of worry, a lot of uncertainty all the time. And it was driving me crazy. And it was my normal. So I didn't even really realize um, how stressed I was on just a regular basis until I started practicing yoga and taking it pretty seriously and saying, like, I want to get really good at this and focusing on the poses, focusing on the movement, um, starting to get out of that busy chaotic place in my brain and starting to really connect with my physical body. Um, and doing that through the practice, nothing else has ever given me that sort of outcome. Um, and so it really taught me, especially the breath and the movement really taught me how to manage my emotions. So, you know, I'd be at work and some angry coworker, you know, would start yelling about something. And, you know, initially I feel that stress. I can feel that in my body. But now that I have this deeper connection to my body, I'm able to observe that it's happening. So I notice it happens. And then I come back to the practice. I take a big breath in and a big breath out and it helps calm me down. So I can then react to that situation from a much healthier state of mind than that angry, stressed out, you know, seen red state of mind. Um, so it helped with my relationships with my coworkers, it helped with my you know relationship with my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband. Um, you know, we would get in these crazy boyfriend-girlfriend fights like you know most people do. Um, but it it wasn't until I, you know, started going through yoga and kind of learning how to manage these emotions that I was having. And you know, you touched on this too, kind of like that reflection and that self-love and awareness you have within yourself, you know, you're able to say, okay you know, yes, he made a mistake. He didn't mean that, you know, or, Oh, I made a mistake and he's calling me out and he's being kind of a dick about it. You know, but it's, it, it's, it's, instead of instantly reacting, you know, it's learning how to pause and, and reply in a much, you know, happier state. Even if that means saying like, I don't really like how you're talking to me right now. So I'm going to go into the other room. We'll talk about it later. I never could have done that before, because before I was like, God, we need to like handle it now. And I'm crazy and I'm mad. And, you know, it was just <laughs> not productive. And, and so that was a huge thing for me. And I mean, truly, it was like night and day with our relationship. Um, you know, we, we've been together for several years and I swear it's like a turning point. Once I started practicing yoga, like I stopped being crazy. <laughs> I was able to take it down several notches and that truly, that truly helped And it wasn't even just the relationship with others. I mean, even the relationship with myself, showing myself love, doing this practice because I want to take care of myself and not just because it's this exercise that I have to do, you know, like this punishment, um, you know, you're, you're genuinely taking care of yourself. And that's, that's a really cool thing. It, It does change your outlook on the whole like exercise industry when you love what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I can completely relate to that um, because like you, both yoga and meditation, which to me are kind of two in the same thing. The greatest benefit to me has been improving my emotional intelligence through kind of the self-awareness and self-reflection practice. And really, um, you know, the most powerful outcome of that is just like you said, it's increased the space in between a stimulus and a reaction and so you have a stimulus which may be like your boyfriend's being a dick or whatever (laughs) and then you have what used to be for you before and was the same thing for me would be like an immediate Fiery reaction that is like totally blown out of proportion and not (laughs) Mm -hmm. necessary. And then you say like hurtful things that just totally upset and like wreak havoc on your body and your hormones and everything. But both yoga and meditation has increased that space, even though it's only a few seconds, it's enough time to. Assess the stimulus in a more logical way. If there's a person who is, you know, who is the stimulus, I can have some compassion towards them as well and a more healthy response. So through your whole yoga experience and the journey into making this your career and it sounds like you've really aligned with your purpose and now things are kind of in a state of flow for you I was wondering if you had like a a major lesson that you've learned through this journey whether it has to do with yoga itself or just kind of this process of aligning with your purpose and kind of finding something that you can make your career that you actually love and enjoy doing
1: Absolutely. So I, I forget who said this, but someone said entrepreneurship is one of the greatest forms of self-development. And I heard that and I was like, I don't even know what they mean by that. And then I became an entrepreneur and I was like, oh, that's what they meant. Because when you, when you take that leap into the unknown and it can be anything, you know, my experience is entrepreneurship. When you take that leap, it is so freaking exciting because these things that you've always thought about, you've always dreamed about start becoming a reality and it's so exciting and it's, it's surreal sometimes. Like I do, I have to like pinch myself sometimes because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening and I'm not just dreaming about it happening and, and it's a really cool thing. But on the other hand, you are also thrown so many new challenges So many, you know, your, your strengths and your weaknesses are under a magnifying glass. And so you have to learn, you know, I've been learning all so many lessons. Um, but the big one that I want to stress here is, is trusting your gut because there was a lot of doubt in the early, you know, few first months of me doing this where I'm like, uh, I don't know about that but I would just say yes to it anyways cuz so I'm like I don't know what what could what could it hurt. And it's like I should have trusted my gut and said no to these things that didn't really resonate with my purpose, my mission or, you know, these things that I'm trying to accomplish in my business. Um and so I started it's it's just like a practice like anything else. Really you know, what is my gut feeling saying? And and it can be about everything. It can be about your branding colors. It can be about, you know, the title of something. It can be, you know, the way you respond to people. Like, you know, cause as anything, you know, when you put yourself out there, you'll sometimes get some criticism or you'll get someone saying, like, you're doing this wrong. Like, who do you think you are to do this? And you're like, whoa, girl, like that's not nice. But you have to respond to that in In a way that, again, aligns with your mission, your purpose, and what you're trying to accomplish. And so for me, one of those big lessons was trusting my gut. You know, if I would have learned this lesson a lot earlier, and, you know, everything happens in time the way that it needs to, I'm a true believer of that. Um, But I knew in my gut that I needed to do something in the yoga industry. I knew that I needed to make that my job. You know, but it took me several years to build up that courage to, to take that leap. Um, so it is scary, you know. Have patience with yourself, but also know that if you're feel like if you feel like you're being pulled in a direction, don't ignore that. There, there's a reason why, um, and and it is really remarkable once you do go for it, how quickly things start to fall into place. Um, you know, I knew I wanted to start a yoga business. I knew I wanted to teach more yoga when I quit my job, and I just decided I'm going to start making Instagram tutorials. That's what I'm going to start doing. I'll see what happens. Maybe YouTube. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a blog and a website, you know, but I'm going to start with Instagram. And once I did that, it was insane. You know, not much longer, a local studio like reached out to me and was like, Hey, do you want to teach at our studio? And I was like, hell yeah, I love your studio. So that was a huge step in the right direction to help me improve my skill of teaching. And then, you know, before I knew it, I'm coming out with this yoga app and I get connected to these app developers, like who knows app developers. And it's just like all of a sudden, these pieces start falling into place and it is, it is such a beautiful thing, but you need to give yourself time to get to that place to make that step. And once you get there, trust your gut because people are going to tell you a million different things. You you shouldn't come out with a yoga app. It's way too soon for you. You have to be on YouTube. You have to do this. You have to do that and you need to you know, you want to take advice from some people, especially people that are like doing the things you are, you know, striving to do, but you also need to learn how to tune out the noise and trust your gut because you know where you're headed. Your instincts, your spirit, that energy is guiding you in a specific direction. And you need to listen to it. And it's very hard to listen to it when you're being pulled in a million different directions, taking advice from everyone on earth, because everyone loves to give advice. And you know, it's not gonna get you to the place you need to go. You are gonna get yourself to the place that you need to go by trusting your gut.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. And Actually, I think that yoga and meditation has been a really big part, at least for me, of being able to trust my gut because it really does increase your self-awareness and your intuition, really. Um, If you're actually tuned into your body and you're connecting your body with your mind, you can more clearly listen to these kind of um pings that you get your body and your mind working together will tell you if something is the right move and so if you're really connected then you can hear those little voices telling you yes make the leap do this or no this maybe isn't the right thing or this doesn't feel quite right so maybe you need to explore it more and that's been such a game changer for me especially in business, because you don't really have any guarantees in this lifestyle. Um, You just kind of have to trust that you are doing the right thing. And so I think your story is really expansive for the people listening. And um, I really appreciate that you shared kind of that side of your journey. I think it's really impactful for, for our listeners. So thank you for that. Yeah, of course. Um, So I do like to ask a couple of questions. And so one of them is, do you have a specific morning routine that sets you up for success for the day? And if so, what does that entail?
1: So I'm so happy that you asked this question because my morning routine is something that I am currently working on developing uh, myself. So I am 100% one hundred percent guilty of waking up in the morning, grabbing my phone, and opening Instagram, which is—I cringe. Like, no, that is the worst thing to do first thing oh in the my morning. Gosh, we but all I'm,
0: do
1: it. I'm so guilty of that. So, and especially now that Instagram is such a big part of my business, um, it's part of my job. So I'm not. It's not even just like your average, like, oh, I'm just gonna like see what's on my feed today. It's like. It's such a different dynamic when that is such a big piece of your day. So for me to make that the very first thing I do is terrible. So I'm, act- I'm actively working on that um, right now. So I'll, I'd love to share like kind of my plan or what I'm trying to incorporate into every morning kind of before I even touch my phone. Um, yeah. So the first thing that I like to do um, or that I'm trying to do is just drink a ton of water when I first wake up, which is actually, I, I kind of do that already a little bit, but I keep a huge glass of water right next to my bed. Um, so as soon as I wake up, I try to drink as much of it as I can just to rehydrate myself. And then the next thing I like to do is just a little bit of kind of mindfulness and gratitude. So while I'm like cozy and snuggling in bed, you know, I just kind of do a body scan from the top of my head all the way down. So just starting to observe, you know, how am I feeling, you know, and then being grateful, like appreciating all the things that I have in my life, the things that I have going for me, and those can be big and small and gratitude whether you do it first thing in the morning or truly any time in the day is such an important thing to do. And it will truly change your life. Like I can't stress that enough. Um, and so I'm trying to do that first thing in the morning. I've, I've had a gratitude practice for a couple years now, but I'm trying to make it like a very top priority. Um, so while I'm in bed, just kind of reflecting on those things and getting myself inside in sort of a mindful, um, grateful state before I even step out of bed. Um, and just, again, kind of tuning in with my breath, like I said, that body scan, kind of like scanning the body from the top of my head all the way down, breathing deeply, and just, you know, kind of appreciating this new day. And then from there, I like to either do um, some movement. So obviously yoga. Um, I And if you go onto my page, I have tons of like morning yoga routines um, because I love doing yoga in my bed. So just a couple stretches, just to stretch like the side body, do a little twist. Um, side to side, maybe a fold just to like stretch the legs out a little bit. Um, So nothing crazy um, while I'm still in my pajamas and like literally my husband's like laying next to me, like it's nothing crazy, Um, but just a few stretches to kind of warm up the body. Um, And then from there, I want to start reading inspirational things in the morning. Um, So I love to read. I'm like a huge bookworm, but I, and I read on my phone. So I guess now I'm using my phone. Um, I just have like the Kindle app or whatever. Um, but just reading something inspiring. So, um, right now I'm reading this awesome book called manifest now, and it's just a great way to get my mind in a good place. Um, another book I highly recommend is the daily stoic love that book. And it has little just daily meditations, um, that you can read each day just to kind of give you some wisdom to start your day in a new outlook and reading these things every day is just, it just makes it part of your life, just makes it your new normal, is like, this is the way I have, you know, I have an outlook of my life, is more positive, um, you know, more energetic, you know, more appreciative, and more grateful, Um, so those are the things that I'm trying to incorporate, hydrate, movement, mindfulness, and gratitude, and then reading something inspiring, and maybe journaling, if I'm, like, out of bed at that point. So, that is the morning routine that I'm trying to cultivate. And I actually did it this morning, and it was amazing how you just feel so much better when you have, um, when you start your day with purpose versus start your day with just like scrolling through other people's lives.
0: You know, morning routine, at least for me, it's always a work in progress because, like you said, you can scroll through Instagram and start seeing everybody else's page, and you'll start seeing all of these recommendations towards millions of different things that you should include in your morning routine. And if you followed Mm -hmm. what everybody said, your morning routine would be like five hours long. (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. um, But yeah, I think you touched on some of like the most basic and also most important practices. And I think for people listening, if you're trying to develop a morning routine, taking an approach like Mary is really smart because you can just kind of jot down what are a couple of key things that would set you up for success for the day and then test those out and see if that works for you. And maybe for you, it doesn't. And maybe you should, you know, develop a completely different routine than what anybody else does. I think at some point my morning routine was taking me like almost two hours. And I was like, okay, this is more like stressful than it is helping me out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I and on to that point, I think for me specifically and like you totally nailed it. Like you have to find what works for you because if it doesn't work for you, you're not going to stick with it. So for me, it's making sure that it's that it's simple, you know, because yeah, if I had a 2-hour morning routine, I'd maybe do it once or twice and then life happens mm-hmm. and it'd be hard for me to get back into it. But the whole point is it's like brushing your teeth. You know, you brush your teeth every morning. It needs to be quick and simple and straightforward and not this you know I mean I guess cheers to you if you ha- can have a you know long <laughs> you know drawn out morning routine but I know for me it needs to be kind of like that short and sweet and simple so that it doesn't matter if I'm you know having you know a chill morning if I have a crazy morning because I have meetings I have to go to if I'm on vacation it doesn't matter where I am mm-hmm. I'm gonna do those you know three or four things every single day before I truly start my day with like the tasks I need to do.
0: Yeah. I actually love that you bring up the vacation point because when I am able to just start my morning however I like, that's actually probably my ideal morning because on vacation, you know, you don't wake up from an alarm. You wake up kind of slow. You don't go and reach for your phone first thing. You may read a little bit, you may lay in bed and drink some coffee, you have time to kind of like stretch and take your time and ease into the day. And for me, like that concept of really easing into the day and not starting out with like a stressful bang right to the day, then um, that's been kind of the, the best way to mentally prepare for the day.
1: Absolutely. So it's really funny that you say that because I just got back from vacation and that was when I realized I'm like, I need a better morning routine. Like waking (laughs) up and checking my phone is terrible. And I had this time to sort of like, like I said, this is kind of a newish thing for me to like Mm -hmm. actively be developing because it was on vacation when I realized like I need to be more mindful about how I start my day because it's so much better when you start it with purpose Then when you, yeah, just kind of like do what your gut instincts and then next thing you know, you're being kind of dragged around by your life and you're, instead of you living your life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Um,
0: yeah, I love that. And uh, I can picture, you know, kind of, I picture my phone with me in its clutches kind of dragging (laughs) me through the day. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) There's one other question that I like to ask all of my guests, and this one can be a little bit of a hard one. Of all the things that you've talked about and all of the things that you've experienced, is there one specific recommendation or piece of advice that is tangible that the listeners can take today and incorporate it into their lives to improve their overall well-being?
1: I love this question. And yes, I do, because I actually give this piece of advice to people all the time um, on my Instagram through comments and messages. Um, My advice is to find some sort of movement that you love to do and do it every damn day. So it can be anything. It can be dancing. It can be going for walks. Maybe you walk your dog every single day. For me, it's yoga. It can be playing a sport. It can be anything. Find movement that you enjoy doing and do it every single day, even if it's for five minutes, because movement is so important. And I, I even noticed this, you know, I got sick a little while back. And so I didn't practice yoga for about a week and it was insane. What a difference my body felt when I started practicing again from just a week. So imagine people, we all get busy. We all, um, have crazy lives. Things come up. Life happens. I totally get it. So it's so easy to go day after day after day after day after day without doing anything physical besides your normal, you know, walking around from room to room or whatever you know you do on your daily routine. Um, but find some movement and do it every day. I cannot stress that enough because it becomes part of your lifestyle. If if you think too, and like I say, it can be five minutes. It can be an hour. It can be two hours. Um, I think a lot of us get limited by saying like, well, I don't have time to do a full workout, so I'm just not going to do one. I don't care if you're in your pajamas, on your couch, watching Netflix, do something, do a plank for a minute, do some push-ups. you know, do some stretches. Again, it doesn't matter exactly what it is. Just get moving every single day. That would be, that is my biggest piece of advice that you can start doing right now, as soon as you're done listening, or you can even do it while you're listening.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I have a, a one-up challenge to that: is if you can do some sort of intentional movement every day that also makes you sweat. I think that that's really mm-hmm. beneficial. But even if not, even if it's just a walk and you're not breaking a sweat, it's still really beneficial to your body. You know, movement is essentially medicine, and it it is really important for your overall health in so many ways. So um, I I totally agree with you there. I love that. Yeah. Um, Well, Mary, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing all of your amazing wisdom and all of your advice around yoga and also entrepreneurship. If our listeners are interested in finding you, connecting with you, or if they want to um, download your app, where's the best place for them to find you?
1: So the best place, um, to find me is on Instagram and I'll spell out my name because it's a little hard to pronounce and spell. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Mary Oshner. So it's at M A R Y O C H S N E R on Instagram. Uh, definitely find me there. I'm there all the time, far more than I probably should be. Um, but feel <laughs> free to like, just leave me a comment or send me a DM, you know, let me know that you listen to the podcast. I would love to hear from you and connect with you. Um, that's the best place to get a hold of me. Um, yes, I'm, the app has several videos um, that you can practice along with at home. Like I said, they range from five minutes to 20 minutes, and they are accessible for anyone. So if you are trying to add a little extra yoga into your life, you definitely want to download this app and then share it with your family and friends. That's awesome, and
0: I'm super excited to see it. Yay, thank you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the BioCurious Podcast today. If you found today's episode interesting, please feel free to leave a review. And also, I would love it if you took a screenshot of the episode and shared it on your social media so that others can find the podcast too. And as always, I love connecting with all of you and getting your feedback. So, if you have any comments or questions about today's episode, please feel free to send me a direct message on Instagram. My handle is biocurious underscore Kayla. Looking forward to connecting with you, and I'll see you next time.